This is Making Waves from NOAA's National Ocean Service. I'm Troy Kitch. Think of the Washington Monument on the National Mall. Not what it symbolizes or its history, but think about the monument itself. It's a really big pillar of rock. In fact, it's the tallest stone obelisk on the planet. Now you'd think that something that weighs over 81,000 tons would pretty much stay put, but it's moving. And it's not alone. Over time, pretty much all land-based structures move to some extent because the Earth is a restless place. Perhaps no one knows this better than Dave Doyle, Chief Geodetic Surveyor with NOAA's National Geodetic Survey. Today we talk with Dave about an effort to measure not only the movement of the Washington Monument, but to survey a large area of land around the National Mall. Because much of the mall was built on reclaimed land along the banks of the Potomac, many historic structures are slowly settling and shifting over time. Now, if you live in the D.C. metro area, you may have heard about this survey in the news. That's because it's part of an effort to help the National Park Service repair the Washington Monument following the earthquake that unexpectedly shook the region back in August 2011. And while the earthquake is a big part of what National Geodetic Survey is doing down in the mall, it's only part of the story. Dave said that plans were actually in the works to survey the mall even before the quake hit. We were in discussion with the National Park Service in looking at uh, long-term monitoring of many of the, the memorials and monuments that are in the mall area. And we know that much of the mall area, particularly for the region from the, the Washington Monument westward towards the uh, Potomac River, is built on fill, just gravel and, and sand. And over time, some of those structures, because they are quite large and, and very heavy, are settling a little bit. Dave said that in years past, going all the way back to 1884, the National Geodetic Survey and its predecessor agency have carried out a number of high-accuracy surveys in the area. But what's different this time is the extent to which surveyors are reaching outside of the mall areas to areas that we hope are a bit more stable so that we get a big long-term picture of exactly what is going on in the mall area in terms of settlement, subsidence, or, or possibly even uplift in some areas. So that's the big picture. But what about that earthquake? Well, the earthquake just, just kind of happened right in the middle of all of this. And uh, obviously that got everybody's attention. Uh, there was, of course, some damage uh, to the Washington Monument. And the National Park Service obviously is very concerned about that. So bringing in the, the GDAC survey uh, as a part of their overall plan for looking at reconstruction efforts is a, a crucial part of their program. As part of this plan, the National Geodetic Survey is doing what's called a vertical control survey. The goal is to get a handle on whether there's been any significant vertical motion because of the earthquake at or near the monuments close to the Potomac River, the Washington Monument, the Jefferson Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, and parts of the Smithsonian. Dave said that most people would recognize a vertical control survey. It's commonly called a leveling survey. As you drive down the road, you'll see a surveyor standing on the side of the road holding a rod. It looks like a big yardstick. It's a very common surveying procedure for determining height differences. Uh, we are doing what basically looks like the same thing with just significantly more sophisticated equipment so that we can now determine height differences from one place to the next at the sub-millimeter level. Now what you won't see, unless you watch the surveyors doing their thing for hours on end, something that I recently did down on the mall, is just how painstakingly slow this process is and how much work it is. 
A leveling survey basically goes like this. The team starts by placing one rod with marks on it, the thing that looks like a yardstick, on a spot marked with a geodetic control disc, better known as a benchmark. That's a place where a very accurate height has been previously measured and recorded. Another surveyor places a second rod some distance away. In between these two rods, a surveyor looks at the first rod with an instrument set up on a sturdy tripod that's a combination of a telescope and a spirit level vial. This instrument is called a level, and it's used to read a height value from that first rod. Now once that measurement is taken, the surveyor pivots around and takes a measurement from the second rod in the opposite direction. Once that's done, the person holding the second rod stays put, and the person holding the first rod moves to a new location past the person holding the second rod. Then the surveyor with the level moves to a point between the two rods and takes measurements again. Then repeat, and repeat, and repeat. You can think of it as a game of leapfrog, which is exactly what the surveyors call this process of taking a survey line. Oh, and once the survey line is completed, they go back and do it all over again, just to make sure their measurements are correct. These folks walk for miles and miles, shouldering all of their heavy equipment. So why is this necessary again? Everything is moving. Tectonically speaking, every place on the surface of the Earth is constantly moving. Now, by and large, we're pretty fortunate in most of the East Coast that we don't have too many significant events, uh, earthquakes, like we see out in California or western Washington, Oregon, Alaska, places like that. But nonetheless, the North American tectonic plate is moving laterally, and there are also issues of subsidence and uplift. Subsidence is caused locally in many areas by a number of different factors, including subsurface uh, fluid withdrawal, uh, sediment loading in rivers and bays and, and, and other estuaries, and a number of other factors. So, so the surface is constantly changing, and many communities, particularly low-lying communities, are affected by these minor but long-term changes in heights. And when there's a rare event like an earthquake on the East Coast, well, that shakes things up. So the leveling survey will help the Park Service understand how the ground underneath the monuments on the mall changed as a result of the quake. What comes after the leveling survey? Later this year, National Geodetic Survey will help the Park Service take a closer look at the Washington Monument in particular. Dave said that most of the damage appears to be rather high up, so Park Service experts are figuring out the best way to repair the stone obelisk. This will likely involve putting up scaffolding. Once that effort is underway, we have already engaged with the Park Service that they will allow us to put a GPS receiver back on top of the Washington Monument. Uh, we did this back in 1999 and 2000, and, and that was the very first time that any GPS work had been done, of course, on top of the Washington Monument. And since we have that older data, and now we'll have new contemporary data, we'll be able to not only determine has there been any shift in the monument, although we don't think it would be significant, but more importantly, is there any tilt in the monument? Uh, and that's been a more difficult process to determine. So later in the year, we'll conduct observations using the global positioning system on the Washington Monument, as well as a number of other technically and historically important monuments in the mall area. The leveling survey and the data collected by GPS is needed by the Park Service because they need to know as much as possible about the stability of the monuments in the mall. And that's mainly because it's their job to repair the monuments on the mall from any damage sustained by the earthquake. But beyond that, it's their job to ensure the monuments on the mall always remain safe, stable, and sound. 
That's something the National Geodetic Survey can help with. Dave said that older leveling surveys conducted in the National Mall area, they've been high quality, but they've largely been piecemeal, small-scale efforts scattered around different areas, separated by many years. But he said that's now starting to change, beginning with the larger area survey now underway, tied to the earthquake. The effort that we're engaged in here is to put all of these height data into what we refer to as a single epoch, that is one uh, leveling set of observations that can be relied on in the future. And in working with the Park Service, we're in the process now of, of creating an agreement with them where we will go down to Washington and perform this kind of a survey periodically, uh, every two to three years, depending upon the needs of the National Park Service. Over time, this will give the Park Service better data to work with because the surveys will not only cover a larger area, but the observations will all be made within the same time period, during a single epoch. And that's key, remember, because the Earth is always shifting beneath our feet. We make some observations from, let's say, the Washington Monument to the White House or the Washington Monument to the Lincoln Memorial. And we don't make observations, let's say, to the Capitol. It's not that far away, uh, but it does take time and it does take effort. Then what we have are discrete sets of measurements between various objects, but they're not all connected together at the same point in time. And because we know that some of these areas are undergoing vertical motions, and those vertical motions are small, uh, maybe on the order of, of a few tenths of a millimeter a year, or maybe as, as large as a millimeter or so a year. It's a small change, yet very significant when you add it up over time. And since these changes are so small, if you don't have all of your observations in the same epoch, it can be very difficult to make accurate assessments of what those changes are about. If you, your data is parsed out over time, making decisions about, well, we think that, that something is moving at a particular rate becomes much more problematic. So that's how more frequent, larger area leveling surveys will help the National Park Service make better decisions about how to protect and repair the monuments on the mall from the 2011 earthquake and into the future. They will be able to rely on the data that we're providing as a part of their efforts to monitor. So they're doing a wide range of different investigations down there. They're doing, uh, they're doing some seismic studies, and they've brought in a number of very specialized structural engineers to look at what's going on. So our observational data will be a part of that overall picture. And as I mentioned previously, with this uh, agreement that we're working on with the Park Service, to go back and repeat these observations on a periodic basis. If we do that every three years for the next 20 or 30 years, now we'll certainly get a much, much better picture of exactly what's going on that the Park Service and others uh, can rely on. The hope is, and, and we're, still, we're still working on this part, the hope is that the areas around the Capitol and up around the White House, where we will also be working, were less impacted by the earthquake. We won't know that until the survey is complete, but we've got pretty strong evidence that we think, you know, very little happened in those areas. Uh, so we're, we're confident, at least right now, that you know, we won't have to expand the range of this survey beyond that. That was Dave Doyle, Chief Geodetic Surveyor with NOAA's National Geodetic Survey. By the way, Dave said that the agreement they're working on with the Park Service to survey more often in larger areas has an additional side benefit. 
It'll also help the field staff at the National Geodetic Survey keep current on new technology and keep their leveling skills sharp. Since downtown DC is only a short distance away from NOAA's campus in Silver Spring, Maryland, there won't be high travel costs involved. So it's something a lot of people are gonna benefit from. And that's all for this week. If you'd like to learn more, check our show notes for the links. You'll find these on our website at oceanservice.noaa.gov. And if you go there, you're going to also find some great photos of the surveying work being done on the National Mall, so be sure to check that out. If you have any questions about this episode, about our oceans, or about the National Ocean Service, you can reach us at nos.info at noaa.gov. And remember, our Facebook and Twitter handle is usoceangov, all one word. U.S. Ocean Gov. You've been listening to Making Waves from NOAA's National Ocean Service.